Welcome, everyone, to episode 12 of the SoCo Show. I'm Seth Ott. With me, as always, or wish sometimes not as always, Cody Michael. Salutations, everyone. <laughs> that was mine. <laughs> I'm cutting out you saying it, so it's going to seem like I said it first. <laughs> Don't cut it out. Oh, man. Hey, we got a great show for you guys this week. Um, we're going to talk about some news, uh, have a little fun, and then really excited to kick it over to an interview that we recorded the other day with our good friend Mike. Um, we were in our hometown of Owine last weekend for Mike's wedding. So we had the opportunity to sit down with him for a little bit, interview him, get his thoughts uh, actually on his wedding day. Uh, it was a lot of fun, uh, and we're really excited to share it with you guys. But first, uh, we got some other things to talk about. First of all, did you have a fun weekend, man? Yeah, it was a good time. It was a good time. Yeah. It was a really nice wedding. Uh, Mike and Courtney put on a good show, and uh, we had a lot of fun. We're a lot of... I don't know if you remember this, but one of my favorite parts is we found a photo booth. Uh, if you guys don't know, every time Seth and I see a photo booth, we get in that shit and take some photos. Oh, yeah. So uh, we'll try to post, uh, we'll have to make sure to post on the Twitter page some yeah. of the photos we took. Oh, yeah, it was good. Yeah, it, I, I, I was struggling to get in the camera because it was like, it was like a mirror version of it. So I was like, it was, it was a struggle. You'll see if you want to post the picture. It was the worst. And it would be like, it would count down like three, two, one photo and you would take your picture like after the photo mm-hmm. so it would be like three two one and then you would move to pose <laughs> it would snap the photo and then you'd pose it was the, so all of their pictures are silly looking so mm-hmm. uh yeah you guys love to see them check out the twitter page for that uh we'll make sure that those get posted it was a fun time good mm-hmm. to see old friends uh old people we grew up with and yeah. and the whole thing and uh had about a million beers and <laughs> i think i lost weight dancing that was a lot of dancing done that there night. was it was a good time great time Let's get into the news, and I want to start with video games. Video games! One of the games I'm really excited about that's going to come out yet here in 2017 is uh, Star Wars Lego Worlds. What did you say? <laughs> Lego Worlds. I don't know what that is. Anyway, it's Star Wars Battlefront 2, a uh, sequel to the Star Wars Battlefront reboot that came out a couple years ago to coincide with uh, Force Awakens. Now, of course, we got... Last Jedi coming out, so Battlefront 2 is coming out as well. Yeah, Battlefront 2 is coming out, and uh, I haven't seen it yet, but you have. Apparently there was a new trailer coming out. Yeah, uh, I played it. A little it. more details. No, I didn't play it. Um, um, yeah, they did a full, like, uh, John Boyega actually was, like, he explained stuff for like, about eight minutes um, about this trailer. So there's a bunch of different stuff, because one of the worst things about the first one was that there was, like, nothing it was to terrible. it. There was so, like, you had to buy a bunch of stuff additionally, so it's a $60 game. And then to buy anything at like fun, you had to spend another like twenty to forty dollars on DLC. This one, they said there's, I mean, I don't know if they said there'll be DLC or not, but the game comes with a ton of stuff. Um, there's like four or five different modes. Um, there's a single player mode, which is apparently supposed to get, bridge the gap. Ugh, I'm so excited for a story mode again. Yeah, it's supposed to bridge the gap between Jedi: Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens a bit, which I don't. And it's supposed to have player or uh, characters from all three um you know trilogy you know the of the trilogies in there so i don't know how how that's gonna work but we'll see um it's gonna be trippy yeah so that'll be cool i mean you play as uh, i don't remember her name it's it's a woman she's like a a, you know high ranking person person. yeah yeah um so that'll be really interesting i'm excited to play that i think it's all third person the story the story mode's all third person view nice um 
So there's that. There's the obvious, like, you know, death match. There's a 25 versus 25 one, 25 player. Fuck. Yeah. So that'd be pretty cool. Um, there's, oh, there's also, like, X-Wing fighting, you know, doing, was that in the first one? I don't remember. Uh, I know there was, like, the VR thing, but I don't know if there was. Yeah, I didn't I didn't play it in the first one. It, it might have been on there. Yeah, I think like it might be was, actually. But yeah. I, I never played. I know you, you could fly them. Mm-hmm in the big battles mm-hmm. but i don't know if there was a mode specific to that so yeah i think i, I think it's, i think there's going to be a bat like one of your battle kind of like team deathmatch type style but like with that there's a um like an arcade um you know like zombies type thing where it swarms and you and a buddy or you by yourself can take down a bunch of you know stormtroopers or whatever and or the clones or everything and then uh there's also like one-on-one type stuff where like you could be you could be Ray and I could be Darth Vader, and we can go at each other. You play online against someone, so that's pretty cool. Nice. Um, there's a lot of stuff. It looks really good. I mean, and it looks the graphics on it look incredible. It looks it looks amazing. That was the thing I really did like about the first one was it was visually stunning. It looked, I mean, it, it looked as real as Star Wars can look. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know this will have a step up. You know, yeah. graphics have come with four K and HDR and all that. Yeah, it's gonna be fantastic. It's gonna be so Star Wars. And they're, they're so smart for putting it out at the time they are, because yeah. the hype for Star Wars is never as high as it is, what, is it coming out six weeks or so before the movie? So It's longer than that, isn't it? Well, it comes out in November, right? No, the game. Yeah. The game. I thought you meant the movie. I'm oh, like, yeah, no. no. So the game comes out, and then six weeks later, the movie will. Yeah. And uh, I know I'm going to be fiending for some Star Wars yeah. at that time. So um, really excited for that one. I'm, that's definitely, I'm going to pick that one up day mm-hmm. one, for sure. Let's jump over to sports. Sports. You know what, buddy? Uh, I'm going to let you go first. Uh, I had a really good sports weekend. Not so much for you. Uh, so give us a, give us the quick Vikings update first. Yeah. yeah. Well, they fell to 2-2 two and two against uh, the division rivals, the Lions, which, honestly, going into it, I thought they'd lose. Which, I mean, I'm, I'm a very pessimistic uh, fan of my teams. Um, I don't... I have very, like, low expectations most of the time just being a, a vikings and cubs fan all my life it's you know they're lovable losers especially the cubs but um this one had a little extra salt in the wound with their their star player rookie running back dalvin cook going mm. down for the season mm. uh, now they're left with fucking ham hands latavius murray <laughs> um but yeah that, that was tough and when it happened i remember sitting there watching it because i saw i saw him go down when he made a cut mm-hmm. and I knew right then and there, like, and I didn't even say it. Like I, I saw it happen. I was just silent. Mm-hmm. And then we were both, we were both watching it and you're like, Oh, like after, cause he fumbled it. And that's what you were concerned about. Cause you have him on your fantasy team. Yep. And I, and I saw before that happened, I saw him just go straight down, not being touched. And I'm like, he's done. Yep. Um, and, and, the, and then they were like, those... they were like, Oh, I think he's hurt. I think he's hurt at right. At, like after the pile cleared, I'm like, yeah, he's definitely hurt because yeah. he, definitely went down um that's one of those nasty um no contact injuries where you're watching if you even if you didn't notice it during the full speed mm-hmm. when they show the replay and you see yeah. that guy's knee buckle like that you're like that's it yeah like that that sucks because yeah. he was having a killer season so far he was he was that offense i yeah. mean i guess other than week one with bradford just going hammer time and everyone <laughs> um but he was that offense i mean he he was he's opened up the passing game he kept the offense that was the biggest thing is he kept the offense on the field like last season uh their defense is one of the top probably three in the nfl right now mm-hmm. and it was even last year because it's the same defense but 
their offense was not on the field, they would be three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out. And with this year, they they had a running game because Dalvin Cook, he could get five yards a carry and get a couple first downs every drive, and the defense would stay fresh, and then the defense would dominate whoever's on the field. Well, that ain't happening now. Um, We'll see what happens. They need Bradford back pretty pretty bad. They also did say on the broadcast, though, which kind of surprised me, that Teddy, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, yeah. he, uh, he's going to be off the pup, physically, physically unable to perform list in a couple weeks. Yeah, I like think week, week six, or six seven. is what I heard. Yeah. Uh, doesn't necessarily mean he's ready to go. Well, that, that's what they said, though, is that he, can he would be ready to, to play, is what they said. They said in a game? They said he's ready to go at, once he gets off the pup list. So. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I guess I don't know all entirely how that stuff works, it's been... but I, I would anticipate he would need a few weeks of contact and practice and stuff Probably. and running. But maybe maybe that's what that means. Maybe he's already in that phase. Yeah, I think he's been practicing and stuff. I, I doubt contact and stuff, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, if Bradford can't go, which he hasn't still hasn't practiced yet, um, he's a better option than Case Keenum. Yeah. So, oof, that's scary. Hey, if you live in Minneapolis, folks, watch out for your knees, okay? Because <laughs> someone's gonna come for you. <laughs> it. I mean, it happened to Peterson a couple times too. He blew out his PCL and MCL and ACL in a couple different seasons. Yeah. Um. Uh, Vikings. Bridgewater, Bradford, now uh, Cook. It, yeah, Vikings don't have good luck. They have really bad luck. It's probably because they're huge pussies. You know who's <laughs> not? You know who's not huge pussies are the Los Angeles Rams, <laughs> who just advanced to three and one this week after beating the Dallas Cowboys at home. I might add. Um, and I am finally, I am finally willing to to go out on the, the limb and say the Rams are legit this time, because I've watched and I've been. I've been at least telling you, Seth, that I'll believe it when I see it. I, this isn't convincing to me yet. Uh, there's got to be a one. There's got to be a win that finally solidifies it in my head, and this was it. Because Dallas is a playoff team. I think everyone agrees on that. And they went into their home and and they beat them. Mm-hmm. And it was a really good ball game all the way up till the last couple minutes. Um, and the Rams held their own. I, I just, you know, the offense, number one offense in football right now. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, top scoring offense. Um, you have Todd Gurley's playing out of his fucking gourd. Yeah. Uh, Jared Goff has been excellent. Uh, he's he's even he he went from terrible like we don't know if this guy belongs in the NFL. <laughs> he's one of the top so far this season statistically. Mm-hmm. He's one of the top seven or eight quarterbacks in football mm-hmm. from an efficiency and passer rating standpoint. One of the top ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, the defense still has room to improve, but they've played good enough to get them three wins. Yeah, that's weird that that, that hasn't been the strength, which has been that's their strength what everyone for thought was going to be their strength. Years. Yeah, they. Um, I don't know. I'm excited. They got Seattle this weekend, and that's a game that I, based on what I've seen, they can win because mm-hmm. Seattle's having a down year. Um, and if the Rams can get to four and one, they'll then be two games ahead. Of, they'll then be two games ahead of Seattle plus the tie tiebreaker because they'll have beaten them mm-hmm. they still have they still get to play the Niners again they get to play the Cardinals twice mm-hmm. um, they get to play the AFC South I mean this might be a playoff this might be a 10 win yeah playoff Rams team yeah and it has been I was I think in elementary school last time the Rams made the playoffs at, at the latest it was I was in middle school <laughs> right and so uh, it's an exciting time and I'm I'm Still kind of trying to be cautious, but I yeah. really just want to dive in and say so, that this team is legit. It's funny, too, because so last year, the Vikes, I had the same feelings. Yep. Because they they went 5-0, and and in one, like I think like week four, they beat the defending Super Bowl, the defending NFC champions, Panthers. 
and they beat them pretty well. Yep. And I'm like, all right, I'm so finally you know happy to admit it. You know, they're 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 a legit team. They were number one in the power rankings in the NFL at a couple points last season, and then they went eight and eight. So. <laughs> So it can it can all go horribly wrong. It can very it can go very poorly. I will enjoy this time while I have it, mm-hmm. but for now the Rams are legit. I'm just hoping they can make it healthy up until weeks nine and ten or ten and eleven mm-hmm. when we get to go watch them. Yeah, um, we're going to two games this year on back to back weeks. I'm just hoping that they're still playing this well then. Yeah, and uh, God, it'll be fun. It'll yeah. be fun. That, the Minnesota Minnesota Ram Minnesota and, and Los Angeles game will be pretty good. I think it could be. Yeah, yeah, it could be. As long as the Vikings have a quarterback playing, then it'll be a good game. Yeah, I'm excited for it. And really, I don't need it to be a good game. I just need a Rams victory. <laughs> Let's turn to movie news next. <laughs> movie and this movies. is movies. <laughs> this is some kind of bittersweet movie news. Um, You'll know if you are a listener to the show, um, I'm a big Quentin Tarantino fan. And um, he just came out and reiterated uh, in, a, in, a, in an interview that his 10th movie is officially going to be his last. Good. And what's weird about that is that we talked before about this new um, Charlie Manson movie that's going to come out. And depending on what movies you do and don't count by Tarantino, this could be it or there could be another one after. Mm-hmm. And so it depends on whether you include like the grindhouse stuff he did with Rodriguez mm-hmm. and like a couple other things. So I, yeah, like this, it sucks. Like you never want to hear that one of your favorites is going to retire, but this doesn't necessarily mean this will be his last movie. And it's hard to trust anyone who says they're going to retire in show business. So we'll see. Um, but you bet your ass that uh, I'm going to be first in line for, the next Tarantino movie, regardless of whether or not it's his last. So, um, I don't know. It's kind of weird. So, so let's say his, his whole film life is like 10 movies, mm-hmm. right? Um, I know you don't watch as much of him as like I do, yeah. but would you put him up there with like some of the great directors of our time, uh, for the movies he's put out? Or do you think you haven't seen as much? I, to I can't really say, yeah, that's, that's hard. I mean, there's definitely, he has a lot of acclaim mm-hmm. and stuff, but I mean, he's also has kind of some stinkers in there too. Um, no one liked the hateful eight. Yeah, which is weird to me because I thought it was really cool, mm-hmm. and it was really it was. I feel like if you don't like the hateful eight, you just don't like Tarantino. Yeah, you know. Um, and okay, so even if even if people don't like the hateful eight, um, I think enough of his movie. I think in general, most of his movies, other than maybe one or two, um, are like eighty five plus on yeah. Rotten Tomatoes and stuff. So I think as far as like the contemporary directors. Like during our lifetime, I mean, you got to consider him up there with some of the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I won't get into a big debate about ranking him or anything like that. But I just think he's he's a he needs to be appreciated in his own time. Um, and uh, yeah, so everyone get out there and see it. Is I guess what I'm saying. See not only the next movie that comes out, but all the ones that came before. Um, and if you don't have them, ask me because I have almost all of them. <laughs> so with movies, um, you may have noticed. Uh, we didn't get to we didn't get to the theater last weekend, so there weren't any new rides home this weekend. Um, the two that we would have gone to, one was American Made, and the other was Tom um, was Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise was an American Made. The other one was Flatliners. Uh, we didn't get to them. We're hoping to get to them in the near future. But uh, Jared did see both of those, so make sure you check out his reviews of each of those. 
on his uh, Jared Buckendall YouTube channel, and you're laughing. I haven't watched him. I, I watched see the movies. <laughs> I watched uh, Flatliners because yeah. I'm not going to see that movie. Mm-hmm. I will not. There's no chance in hell. I'm the reason that. I the reason I bring up the <clears> reason I wanted to bring up the movies from last weekend. Flatliners currently has two percent yeah. on Rotten. T- I've never seen a movie that and low. I, I'm not going to see that movie. Never There's seen a no movie chance. that low. Maybe I'll get hammered some night and watch it, but. His review is, is hilarious. He he also brings up my favorite, th- one of my favorite things in the world, uh, the Bill Hader scene from Pop Stars. <laughs> I watched that the other night, and I was dying. That's oh. so funny. The, the <laughs> just how he like, well, <laughs> gets shocked in the chest and sits up. That's one of my favorite, like one of my favorite scenes comedically. I in like. In existence, I love it so much. That's so funny to me because, like, I love that movie, but that's not even on my radar in oh terms of like God. the funniest things. I've I ever love had just as the way he reacts. I don't know why it makes me laugh so hard every time. <laughs> every time I see, I've seen that movie like five or six times. Love it every time. Oh man! So uh, I guess don't go see Flatliners because it's apparently terrible. Do, however, go watch Jared's reviews um, on the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. You'll be entertained even if you hated the movie. Um, I'm avoiding his American made one cause I definitely want to go see that one. Um, and I don't want to have any expectations going in. So, yeah. um, maybe more to come on that later on. Hopefully we'll still get to do a ride home depending on when we get to that. Mm-hmm. Um, this weekend we're going to try to get to Blade Runner mm-hmm. 2049. Um, it's a little more complicated because we, uh, we, I saw Blade Runner when I was like 12 years old. Mm-hmm. And you haven't seen it. No. So we need to watch it again before mm-hmm. we go to the sequel. Mm-hmm. And we're having a hard time scheduling time to sit down and watch that movie. So <laughs> we're hoping to get to it this weekend uh, and we'll get a ride home up. So stay tuned on that. Uh, and let us know what you think if you go see Blade Runner. I know Jared's going to get to it and have a review up. So don't be uh, don't be forgetting to go check that out as well. All right. Let's get over to TV. Television! Man, it, you know, it's the most wonderful time of the year with all of our TV shows coming back. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what Seth has, has started to watch now. Uh, and we're also going to get two TV corners yeah. this week with some summer shows that have wrapped up. Two TV corners. That's half of a TV rectangle. <laughs> <laughs> or TV square. So more to come on that. Well, TV rect. Well, a square is an example of a rectangle. Or so that would be for the math nerds out there. Or parallelogram. Parallelogram. Anyway, before we get to what you finished, let's get into a little bit of, of what's starting up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know one of the big shows from the Emmys and that you watched um, over the summertime has started up. This Is Us had yeah. its premiere last week. Yeah, it had the last week, last Tuesday, so a little bit late on this one, but we recorded before that episode. So, um, yeah, so season two of This Is Us. Um, crap. I, that, that show, so I was pretty skeptical going into it for the second season, because the first, first one, again, I mean, obviously it was one of the most critically acclaimed shows last year, um, had some Emmy wins, had a bunch of Emmy noms, and so, and it was already renewed for two more seasons, Mm -hmm. so season two and three is already happening, and so it's easy for shows to get lazy, and, um, so first episode of the second season i've started the second episode as well it's whew, it's still damn good <laughs> um it's it's even more so now for me it's it, i'm emotionally hooked to these characters because i've had the entire season of them and so like it's like they're my family <laughs> which i love um i'm not i mean so if, i think you even know by now even if you haven't watched the show but the dad jack 
he's going to die at some point. They've already talked about this. And they talked about it's going to be in this season. Oh, wow. And they teased it a little bit. They Like, you know how he dies now. Like, you know, they don't show it, but you know in what form of death he, he has. Okay. And they show, like, all of them on that night. Like, after they all know he's dead. Oh, Jesus. And I, I was like, I'm, I'm not going to live through this. Oh, <laughs> that's rough, man. I haven't watched a lick of this show and I'm starting to cry. <laughs> I, I I mean, I, I'm not going to be able to handle this. This is going to be rough. Because Jack is, he's the perfect person. And also, it's, <laughs> this is a tangent, but I'm doing it anyway. So, he, like, one of the storylines, he's an alcoholic. And um, it kind of comes back and forth in the show a few times. And they show how he kind of started to get over it in this latest episode. And one of the ways he does it is by boxing. <laughs> You're fucking kidding me. <laughs> Oh my god! And I was like, "Go, Rocky, son, go!" Because he famously played uh, Robert. Not famously, because yeah. no one saw that movie. Ro- is it Robert Balboa? I'm pretty. So sure. you don't even know his character's name. No. I, Milo Ventimiglia was Rocky Balboa's son in Rocky Balboa, yeah. and now he's boxing. That's that's more cheesy than Apollo Creed's son fighting also, Ivan Drago's son. Also, alone is going to be in the season. So. Are you serious? I'm not kidding. Oh my god. What if he plays the grandpa and it ends up that he's Rocky? I would be pumped. <laughs> <laughs> I would be so happy. What did he play? Hold on. Robert. Yeah, I'm right. Boom. They said Robert. <laughs> Deep cuts. <laughs> so yeah, that was pretty awesome. When I saw like he walks into this gym and there's a bunch of people boxing, I'm like, yes! That's how you get over alcoholism. Ugh. I can't roll my eyes hard enough. But it was still it was still a nice scene, though. They made it, they put it into a nice way, and it was really cool. Um... But no, that show is, it's, even now, it's, even like little things are even getting me. Because like we know these characters so well now. Mm-hmm. Like even just little things are getting to me. And I'm like, I, I'm going to die. This show's <laughs> going to kill me. <laughs> so it's awesome. Show's incredible. Well, good. I, I'm glad that, uh, I hope that it continues on the, on the uh, trajectory that it's on now and that it stays good. Um and that people continue to watch it because I think it's one of those shows that's got a lot to say and uh, it seems like people love it, Mm -hmm. watch it. So, um, yeah, a lot of fun stuff. I still update on that. Uh, Still have not started it. Very afraid to do so. Do it. Um, uh, Yeah, you're going to cry in like 12 seconds. Yeah, I'm sure. I will will ball like a little bitch. (laughs) If I'm already getting teary-eyed at just like little things now, you're going to cry every 12 seconds. Yeah, it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough. So let's uh, flip it around and go to the TV corner. That's in my TV corner. All right, so you're going to talk about a couple shows today. I'll let you pick where to start. I'll start with, uh, you know, I'll start with Ballers, actually. Ballers. MTV, Uh, or uh, HBO, (laughs) MTV. MTV's Ballers. Was that a show? I feel like that was a show. It might have been. Oh, that's it. And it was probably with a Z, I bet. That's what I get for trying to introduce HBO's Ballers with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I'd rather watch MTV's Ballers with, like, <laughs> Lil Twist or something like that. Lil Twist. Lil Romeo effect. Lil Twist used to do the Sprite commercials, I bet. <laughs> Wait, that's a... Was it Lil Thirst? Is that what it was? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Lil Dude with Oh, that, my God. Bro. So, like, that... that came, Also, this is going to be another tangent. <laughs> this weekend, <laughs> there was a poll that came out of nowhere, but it made me laugh so hard. Double pits to chesty. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot about that. Someone brought up the double pitch <laughs> We were playing uh, Jack of the Box. Yep. Oh, that was so fucking funny. 
Uh, dude, mid 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 two thousands advertising was <laughs> the best. Incredible. <laughs> Will Thirst and double pitch to Chesty. Yeah. Um. So we should probably talk about ballers. HBO's ballers. Or yes. Um, the Rock Johnson. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So this is the s- third, third third season of Ballers. Um, been renewed for season four already, so that's cool. Um, so this season, uh, so after the events of last season, Spencer, who is The Rock, um, has basically successfully gotten permission from the NFL to manage people's man- manage players' money. And so this season, now he's like all successful and, you know, he's feeling himself. He's on top of the world. Now his main goal, because he wants to get back into football, and his main goal is to get a team to, to Vegas. He wants to get, so it's pretty topical. He wants to get a team to Vegas, and the Raiders is the choice. So um, that that's the main overarching story of the season. Um, he's also, he's got some side things going on too. Um He's he's getting he's kind of older, so he's like in his I think he's supposed to be in his late thirties, early forties in this one. And the last season he had a hip surgery, so when he's doing all this, he also finds out like he he talks about how he he's had sex with a bunch of women, you know, he's he's a player, and he's never had any children from it, which he, he's like he knows he's not. There's times where he's you know not been you know using protection or whatever. So he's also dealing with the fact that like he's getting older, he doesn't know if he can have kids. Does he want them? Does he not want them? Type of thing. Um, so there, there's kind of some storylines involved with that. The main, so with the main one with the, um, the move to Vegas. Uh, there's a there's kind of like this head guy. I don't know if he's a real person or not. I can't remember his name exactly. But uh, there's this main guy that he's kind of like the big financial backer. He owns a bunch of casinos in Vegas, and his assistant is also his side piece. <laughs> and so. Um, there's some interesting things that are going on there because again that ties back into him having kids, wanting kids, and all that stuff. So that's that's an interesting dyna- interesting dynamic. I, I like that. Um, some other storylines that are going on. So there's a lot of they've built a lot of side characters in the show. So it doesn't always focus on the Rock, which is kind of cool. Um, there's a receiver named Ricky Jarrett, who is kind of like the, the the in the twilight of his career. He he played for the he signed with the Patriots last year and won the Super Bowl because they follow pretty current storylines. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so he won the, he won the Super Bowl, um, and he's dealing with some concussion stuff, um, and not really. It's like it, almost like a continuous concussion, so he's like kind of scared of that. He's also dealing with a kid. He knocked up a girl, mm. um, and he's he's trying to decide whether to stick with football and ignore her, or be a dad. So that's kind of an interesting dynamic. Um, my favorite part of the season, though, and it kind of deals with the the front office of a football. Uh, there's a character named Charles Green. He played uh, an eight mile. Remember Saul, the big guy? Yeah, he's. I saw a clip of him pushing a truck. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was in like the first season. Um, he's now he works in the front office of um, the Dolphins. He's kind of he was a scout, and then he's kind of the assistant to the general manager, who the general manager is played by uh, Dulé Hill, who ah. is Gus from psych um and so he's that was the most interesting part of the season to me because he's kind of going back and forth because he's getting he's doing a ton of stuff like he's still scouting and he's he's getting a lot of good things done for the organization but Dulé hill keeps taking credit for it oh and so he's battling him the entire season he wants all the credit and he, like he's applied for other gm jobs but he doesn't have experience yet 
So he's he's trying to like toe that line of do I you know follow this guy? Do I try and get him fired and take his job? Do I go somewhere else? Um, he's just like he he was he's the most interesting character to me. Um, I love the front office stuff though a lot, like the business side of it. So that was really cool. Um, Doesn't that character have? A plot line in a prior season where he's kind of debating on whether or not to go back and play. The first season he does go back and play. Okay. So he's he's working at a car dealership and he's he's he retired because no team is super interested in him and he's kinda, you know, out of shape and stuff, and then he does go back and play for the Dolphins from last season. And gotcha. then and then he scouts someone and, and that's where he becomes the scout. So overall, I mean, the season was it was not it wasn't my favorite out of all of them. Um the reason for it, there was some there's a lot of kind of flip-flopping with the characters. Um, so, for example, one of the storylines for them to get enough money to go to Vegas, because they were like the underdogs for the Vegas thing, there's other people jumping in, paying more money for it. And then they had the league was also upset with them because they don't like Spencer, it's The Rock, because of the whole thing with him being managing players' money and stuff. Um, so he has like this opponent, this woman opponent the whole time that's trying to back other people for the move to Vegas. But they kind of flip-flopping because they have to sell, they have to sell their um, sports management company, the financial company in order to have enough money to back this move to Vegas. And him and then um, Rob Codry, Rob Codry. <laughs> um, they are they flip-flop positions on it, on this a couple times whether they should do it or not. And it just didn't make sense. They just kept doing it over and over again. Um, the actual owner of the Anderson, the, the the Anderson Sports Management Company, Mr. Anderson is his name, um, he also is like makes a split decision to do it, just to sell it. Um, it seemed it was, he changed characters. Like he did a 180 of characters in this season too. So there's the way the way he acts and stuff. So I don't know. It just seemed like to try and fit the storylines, they just flip stuff real quickly. Um, and the thing I liked about the show, I mean, it's not a really dramatic show. It's been more funny and kind of interesting just with football. And this season didn't have as many laughs for me. Mm. I don't know. It just wasn't – it didn't hit all the, the, the points it's been hitting the last few seasons. Um, it just kind of was underwhelming by the end of it. The The finale was definitely underwhelming for me because, um, again, just in that last episode, everything's going well, kind of it's leading, going well, and then, boom, it flips again. And then it's, it's left with, like, okay – you know, um, for people who like football, I think this is definitely something you should watch just because they, they throw awesome little tidbits in there and they have NFL players coming all the time. Terrell Suggs is a recurring character in the show. Um, it's fun in that way. And, and again, it, it is, there are funny parts, but I think for more, more for me, it's about the football mm-hmm. and especially it, it's on during a year when, during the time of year when there's no football. Right. So it kind of just gives me that little bit of like, this is cool. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but otherwise if you, I mean, if you're a fan of The Rock, cool, check it out. But otherwise, there's not a whole lot for me to, to say, you know, go check this out. If you like football, if you like The Rock, watch it. If not, then you can skip it. Fair enough. I like it. I think, um, <laughs> speaking of 180s, the other show you're going <laughs> to review is pretty different from HBO's Ballers. <laughs> uh, and I think, along with this, so this is a show that I have been an opponent of from the start because I hated the first couple episodes. Um, so I'm going to be paying close attention to this review. Maybe, maybe you can sway me into watching this show. I'm excited to find out. So BoJack, and to your credit for the first season, the first season was actually not reviewed super well. 
Um, the first season was, I think, in the 60s for Rotten Tomatoes, but since then has been 100 for every other season. Really? Yeah. This is, by the way, BoJack Horseman Bo- on Netflix. BoJack Horseman. So, I mean, it, it, the first season was, and it was critically underwhelming, but the, it came back for the second one and it's been really done well ever since. Um, I mean, overall, just BoJack, the kind of the overall theme of BoJack is he's he's a he's BoJack Horseman, voiced by Will Arnett. He is a washed up. 90s sitcom star and he's depressed and an alcoholic <laughs> so fun you know it's half happy it's a it's a family show he's bob saget <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so that's kind of just like the overall theme of the show um for or not the theme of the show but i mean basis i mean that's all you kind of need going into it i guess this season each each season though has had a different theme to it in one way or another this overall theme for season four is about parents, parent, parental relationships. Um, the beginning of the season, you find that Bojack has a, an estranged daughter named Holly Hawk. They have some weird names in the show. Is she a hawk? No, she's she's a horse. She looks oh. just like him. Um, there's also uh, they throw in pretty early too Bojack and his mother, and you know his him and his mom from a different season aren't great companions. Um, he's terrible to her. Um, she was terrible to him as a kid, but this one, they really dive super deep into it. Bojack and Hollyhock are pretty interesting. Um, there's kind of a nice twist in, in there, which is pretty neat. Um, I won't spoil it for anyone who does actually want to watch this. Um, the Bojack and his mother though, they have two, at least two episodes where they go deep into the mother's past and show why she's all fucked up and why she's like really mean to Bojack. It's... I mean, it, like, it goes to where, like, her, her, would have been her brother, who she was really close with, dies in the war, and her mom is, like, they do, like, this, like, brain surgery to her to make her just, like, kind of robot, like, I'm really happy, like, she was depressed, and they did, like, a a Mm, surgery to her, yeah, something like that, Um, her dad is also, like, always, like, you're fat, (laughs) stuff like that, like, it's not a happy show at all jesus it's funny like it's definitely a funny show like there's a lot of good laughs and like i sent you a, a pun oh my god that yeah. that made me laugh so like because this show will just do the little stuff in the background that's really funny like this one um there was a there's a joke in there about uh just like a little sign in a convenience store and it says beef jerky uh 2.99 and and then underneath it says beef friendly <laughs> 9.99 <laughs> just shit like that is hilarious um so i mean it's a it is a funny show and they do throw fun jokes stupid jokes sometimes even smart jokes um but then it gets super deep in there in like the in the topics and like really depressing it makes you think about stuff they have some cool things that i like about the show they have like an insane amount of guests on the show like people coming and doing voices for it um, here's some just ones that I pulled by looking through like the first few episodes and the ones that I remembered. So Andre Brower from um, Brooklyn Nine Brooklyn Nine and he plays Captain Lake Bell, Keith Oberman, Paul Giamatti, Jane Krakowski from Thirty Rock. Um, she plays the mom actually. Uh, Matthew Broderick, Lin Manuel Miranda, Patton Oswalt, J.K. Simmons, Jessica Biel, and Zach Braff. Those are just some that I pulled from this. Jeez. Season. Yeah. So, like, they get the most ran- – and, like, Zach Braff and Jessica Biel played themselves. <laughs> what? <laughs> Zach Braff. <laughs> so there's an episode where um, they're uh, – they're the, the, Mr. Peanut Butter, who is um, 
Paul Paul F. Tompkins, is that his name? Paul F. Tompkins. Paul F. What's what's Paul F. It's Paul F. Something. What's his? He's an actor, like a comedian. I don't remember his name. Anyway, um, his house, him him and Allison Bree's character, Diane Nguyen is their name. Their house like falls underground, and they're all trapped there. And there there's a whole party of famous people there, whether it be real famous people like Jack Braff and Jessica Biel, or like famous people in their world. They have like really punny names for some of these. <laughs> Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is Leonardo DiPacrio or something like that. He has a, he's a cat. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um. Anyway, they're they're all trapped in this house, and Zach Braff. He, the whole time he's like, "Can I get my parking validated? I'm Zach Braff." <laughs> <laughs> and he's walking around just trying to get his parking validated. Jeez. And then Jessica Biel like takes over. She, she ends up running for mayor later on in the season. She takes over this place and starts a character on starts Zach Braff on fire, and they all eat him. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> it's so fucked up. Um, anyway, so some crazy weird guest stars. Um, so there's also some, some other pretty depressing topics as well. So not just parents. Um, there's miscarriages going on in the show uh, with Princess Carolyn. She's That's a, the character's name. Um, there's, like, obviously, like, again, uh, Bojack is depressed. Uh, he's super self-loathing. He doesn't do it on the outside. They have a, there's an episode where he's... They'll do like a normal talking, and then you'll hear him inside his head, like "You're a piece of shit. You're terrible." Blah blah blah. So that stuff happens. Um, marriage problems between Mr. Peanut Butter and Diane. <laughs> Mr. Peanut Butter. <laughs> that sounds so stupid, <laughs> but it's amazing. Um, there's some marriage problems with them. Um, it, there's a topic of asexuality, um, which is not something I'd really ever known about. Mm-hmm. But do you know much about it? I just know you don't have sex. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like uh, Todd, who's Aaron Paul's character. Um, find realizes he's asexual and he like goes to meetings and stuff and like yeah he doesn't like sex he likes people like relationships but he doesn't really like to have sex so that was really interesting that wasn't depressing that was just really more interesting than anything so um, I don't know it's just like the show it's it's with Bojack like you want to root for him as a character because he tries to do the right thing but then always screws it up so you want to root for him um this season was different, though, in the end, because it ended on a somewhat positive note, which has not happened mm-hmm. in this show before. Um, there's a little t- some things with like Hollyhock that are kind of positive with Bojack and makes him he kind of he smile like smiles at the end, um, which I don't think you've ever seen him smile in the show, so that's pretty cool. Uh, I'm excited to see how it how season five happens. I, I feel like that's got to be the end for it, but I don't know. You know, it, I. Like, they announced this season pretty quick, and it seems like a lot of people watch this show. A lot of celebrities love doing it, so I feel like it's pretty popular. Um, a couple of seasons have been nominated for Emmys and stuff like that, so we'll see. I, I'd be happy if there's more, just because it's, it's, I enjoy watching it. it. It sounds depressing and stuff, but I enjoy it. And, and it's not everyone's cup of tea, because, um, I mean, the subject matter is, is hard to watch sometimes, and it's awkward and tough, but... There's, I mean, there's topics that you don't normally see in shows. You know, they, they, they push the envelope of stuff. You don't see asexual people being talked about. Never have. You don't, you don't see a lot of miscarriage talk. And it's taken in a serious way, a lot of it, and a lot of some of that stuff. So, I don't know. It, it's it's not everyone's cup of tea. It's not going to make you happy by watching it, by <laughs> any means. But it will make you laugh. There's some really funny jokes, some really dumb jokes, some smart jokes. It has all kinds of jokes in it. But at the same time, you might not. Be, be happy by the end of it so i don't know uh, 
that any of that sounds interesting, check it out. If not, hey, I understand. <laughs> it's it's crazy because it sounds so Stupid. intriguing. It's well, okay. So everything you said sounds really intriguing, but then also they're anthropomorphic animals. Yeah. So BoJack Horseman is a fucking horse. <laughs> yeah. And and like and and then he like has sex with a woman. Yeah. And so it's that was like, the other. So they finally explained this. They finally did it. I was so happy. So like, because the, the characters will have sex, like Mr. Peanut Butter and Diane. Diane's are human, and Mr. Peanut Butter is Mr. Peanut Butter is a dog. <laughs> so, um, you know, they have sex and stuff, and they have kids. Um, they it's not like a mixed race. Like it, it like uh, a human birthed. Hollyhock, and she's a full horse. Okay. So, like, they will have. They. they it's it's like, one or the other. Yeah, yeah. They can have sex with each other. I was, I was wondering, like, how do they have kids? But they answered that. So. Yeah. That's so. See, like that shit's so weird. And then you're like, oh, by the way, they take on a hard hitting subject, like uh, how people's relationship with their parents are more complicated than they seem. Mm-hmm. Like, what the hell? Yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> I don't know. Like, and I'm not a big. An- I. Don't watch animated shows. Like, people love Rick and Morty, mm-hmm. and I watch an episode or two, and I'm like, fine, whatever. I might give that a, sh- a chance later. I just generally don't like animated shows, and this show has hooked me ever, like, since the first season. I, I don't understand. I don't get it at all. <laughs> I really don't, but I love this show so much. Huh. It probably says something about me that I love this depressing television, but whatever. It makes me laugh, and, and I enjoy it. Well, good. <laughs> <laughs> I just am so confused about, and what's what sucks is I'm gonna have to go watch it. I really, I you got to get past the first season, yeah, because the first season is tough, and the first season is like overly depressing. Um, but they they kind of drive the point home with that in the first mm-hmm. one. Like they make it too depressing the first one, and like make him a really shitty. Like they make a point on the first season of making him an, a really shitty person to the point where there's nothing endearing or redeeming about him at all. But then you get to the second season and they start to, to do that. So, Woof. Yeah. Once the, and, the, and the first season is, isn't even necessarily that super funny. I don't know why I continue to watch this. See, I think that's what I said. Because I, I started it with you. Yeah. And I said, this sucks. But yeah. you love it now. Yeah. I don't know. I think they embrace as time, where time goes on, kind of like the dumb humor. Uh-huh. But yeah, the first season, like, he's really, really shitty to people. Like, really bad. Um and then now he like the second season on he tries to redeem himself and I don't know, huh? Mr. Peanut Butter makes me laugh really hard because <laughs> <laughs> he's he is a dog like he acts like a dog he's like he's always always very positive like yeah let's go do this like <laughs> that type of stuff I don't know also it's, his name is Mr. Peanut Butter yeah isn't that amazing <laughs> which is hilarious <laughs> his ringtone he has a ringtone because he used to be a, a TV star too like that's why him and Bojack kind of hate each other and like each other and hate each other because um, they both had. They're complete opposites, but they both had, like, the show at the same time. And his theme song to the show is his ringtone. Mm. And he goes, who's that dog? Mr. Peanut Butter. <laughs> Knick-knack, patty wet, give a dog a bone. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you look so happy when you're singing that. Because who's not happy when you're hearing that? It's, a, it's amazing. Oh, it's oh, so gosh. good. So good. Well, this has been confusing. Yeah. Because I don't know whether or not I want to go watch the show. <laughs> yeah. Is, what do you, okay, so you, I think... It's not. Is it a recommend? But like, only a very specific one. I don't because I love it, but I get why people don't, why people wouldn't. Mm-hmm. And it has a pretty decent following. 
but I the people who watch it I know are pretty weird. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I don't know if it's necessary. Like, because there's a lot of puns, and I think that's that's what attracts you. Say puns. You could be shitty for 29 minutes and then show a pun in the last 30 yeah. seconds, and I'd be like, great show. But it, and it's it's a half hour show, but at the same time, like. It's also pretty deep and stuff, and I don't know, like, I don't know if it's necessarily something that you would enjoy. I don't know. I, well, I'd recommend it for people who, I would say give, if you're going to give it a shot, if it sounds anything interesting to you, and it, again, it is really funny, you got to watch past the first season. Um, after that, like, if, if you're not, if you are if you don't like it after the second season, or at least even halfway through the second season, fine. If it's too depressing for you, but... Yeah. Huh. Well, there you go. As always, a super enlightening edition of Seth's TV Corners today. <laughs> yeah, there's multiple. Two of them. Holy cow, he was busy. It might be a little while before another one, though, because... Uh, All Everything's starting up fresh now. I'm in the midst of American Vandal right now, which I won't do a corner for that, because I think you covered it. Um, but yeah, everything else is starting up. I don't know what else I'm going to watch. It's coming out soon, so... The one that does look interesting that comes out this month is that, is it Mindhunter? That one on Netflix? You remember that one? Uh, I, I've, I've seen the title. Yeah, I watched the trailer for it and it looked really good. I think it's called Mindhunter, I can't remember. Um, it comes out in October. I'm, I'm excited to watch that. Stranger Things. We are going to get Stranger yeah. Things soon. Yeah, I'll watch that pretty quick. Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, we'll have a couple, we'll have a couple of TV corners, but it might be a couple of weeks before the next one. So. Well, the people will be waiting with bated breath. And uh, we'll be excited to bring it back when the time comes. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that has been the news. Uh, we got the TV corner in there. Now we're going to jump you into our, our very fun interview uh, with Mike from last weekend. So um, stay tuned for that starting up in just a second. Just want to give you the usual reminders. Uh, follow us in all the places. Comment and subscribe. Uh, don't forget to hit us with a Twitter follower. Uh, Twitter follow. <laughs> Uh, so you'll be able to see some fun stuff from the wedding weekend that was and uh, all the all the usual goodies that we're posting on there. So, uh, again, the interview is going to take you through to the end of the show. So enjoy. Knock, knock. Who's there? Interview. Interview who? All right. We are here on location in beautiful Owine, Iowa, and we have a special guest. It's Mike Vandenhall. Uh, if you don't know Mike, he's been a good friend of Seth and I for God, probably 20 years or so. And uh, it just happens to be his wedding day. So we're excited to have you on. Mike, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. I'm Hi. not clapping for him. <laughs> How are you feeling? You excited? Feeling good? Very excited. Feeling pretty good. A lot of a lot of emotions today. Lots of, I don't know, feelings, I suppose. But primarily excited. I'm looking forward to it. So. You yeah. getting nervous? I know it's a big, uh, a big guest list at the wedding. Are you getting nervous to get up in front of everybody? The people is the problem. I'm not a big talker, so that's that's well, the worst. Good guess for the podcast. This, this I know, great, right? <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I listen to you guys more than anything. I'm not I'm not a big talker, but that's okay. Um, after a few beers, especially, I'll be feeling pretty good. But I'll not be before. To, you're right. I can't. They won't let us get married. Um, I'll be feeling good. We'll be able to do a good speech, and that's honestly what I'm nervous for. The wedding itself. That's that's no big deal. That's well, it's a big deal, but. <laughs> We'll cut that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <Keep it> in. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so let's talk about you, Mike. You are a uh, physical trainer, right? False. Athletic trainer? Uh, yeah, Which I'm is a physical it? therapist assistant and an athletic trainer. Okay. So kind of combine them, but 
So yeah. we we are most familiar with your work on the sidelines at the high school football games. Uh, big fans of that. We've got some video. We'll try to get it up on the Twitter page so you can see my connection. <laughs> this guy wraps the shit out of an ankle. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. Um, so one of the things I've been wondering, and I've wanted to ask you, uh, as a medical professional, mm-hmm. um, if you think about like TV and movies and stuff, when they show the different you know, treatments and things that people are doing. Like, what are some... Are there any that jump out at you as, like, being horribly unrealistic that you see on TV? That Courtney and I, my fiancé, um, for the last time today, fiancé, okay, um, we watched, like, Grey's Anatomy, random shows like that, and I was somewhat a fan. It was okay. But anywho, a lot of the things they did, um, I'd call them out on their bullshit when I saw it, but a lot of times it was semi-accurate at the mm-hmm. same time, so... They do at least some research, and I'm sure they have some medical staff that kind of advises what they do, but I can't think of any one specific movie or anything like that that they really fucked up, but other than that, yeah. Well, there you know. go. Grey's Anatomy gets mm-hmm. the endorsement from yeah. Mike. No, well, half endorsement. <laughs> so you've been, you've been planning the wedding now a little over two years? Yep. It was two years ago in July, so. Off. I know. Long time. That was long. So, how do you have you been pretty active in the planning, or is Courtney doing all the? Oh God, I I don't even know who's coming. <laughs> it's primarily been her. I help when I can, give opinions here and there, but she's done a lot. She's very organized and on top of it. So, yeah. Yep. Well, it is her day. So exactly. She should get you to know, make all the decisions, right? It's our day, but it's like sixty forty. <laughs> I think probably, that's generous. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys frequently have long silence? <laughs> Sometimes. It happens, yeah. That's fine. Kind of nice to see behind the scenes, you know. It's super exciting, right? Oh, yeah. You know, I figured there'd be like go-go dancers or something cool happening yeah. in the background or Seth's getting a blowy while he does it, but... We didn't We didn't bring uh, bring the go-go dancers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nothing behind. They stay at home, yeah. All right. They charge extra to travel. Oh, gotcha. It's, it's Mileage is a bitch. And yeah. It's, just, yeah. <laughs> it's a nightmare. Yeah. And Seth keeps trying to get with them, and it's really uncomfortable for everybody. It's... You don't want it. Um, so you're you are you're one of our our uh, most loyal listeners of the show. You always keep up with it. It seems like, and you always have comments and stuff. Yeah. Um, so now that we have you on recording, uh, what do you what uh, tell tell Seth how you think of the show and how bad he is on it? <sighs> I mean, no, I'm actually surprised because <laughs> Seth, at least in high school, was always quiet as can be too. So now he's. You know, he's opening up quite a bit. The last few years with you, I guess, it's, it'd be hard not to. But, um, yeah, he's doing a great job. Um, I have to admit, I haven't listened to the last two yet. I've just been kind of busy oh this gosh. last week. I don't we know were praising you as a loyal listener. and you I know. Even... Yeah, a, a loyal listener in 10 and 11. I just, I got to catch up. We talked a lot about you on the last episode. I, that's what you said. I'm... Giving you a lot of comments about how generous a lover you are. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now you didn't even listen to it. Well, <laughs> I will. Go I'll go it. back. I'll find that spot. It'll be good. You're going to have to. Yep. Uh, big fan of the show. <clears throat> Love what you guys are doing. I'm giving you some suggestions, and I'm waiting mm-hmm. to hear on them. But We're going to get to them, too. Yep. yep. We've got... So. Mike gave us an assignment, and uh, I won't spoil it here, but uh, we got some work to do, and then and then we'll have a, a cool episode about it. It's going to be fun. I know one of the things that I wanted to ask you about, because you're one of the few people I know who has read It. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was really excited about the movie because uh, I also read the book, mm-hmm. actually by your suggestion. Um, so what did, how, how did you what did you think about how the movie turned out? Loved the movie. Yeah, it was very good. Um, obviously, they had to cut out a lot of stuff, especially mm-hmm. you know the underage sex scene and <laughs> all the crazy shit with the deadlights and mm-hmm. all that. But 
that's fine. I think it would just confuse the audience more than anything, and it would have yep. taken a long time to explain that kind of stuff. Cause even reading the book, I didn't know what the hell was going on at the end. It was pretty crazy, but the movie overall loved it. I love they kept the scenes switching up. You know, I went from laughing to shit in my pants and <laughs> everything in between. So it was a great film. I liked it too. And now they they just announced last week the release date for the second part. Yep. It's going to be in two years. They're gonna do the adults. Do you like that they split up the adults and kids parts? Or I do. Would you want them to weave together? Um, I th- I think it makes more sense this way. I, the book, it did weave right in the mm-hmm. book. Okay, I'd say it's been a couple years since I read it, but um, I like that they split it, especially for a movie. It'd be hard to yeah. It would have been, you know, a four hour movie to be able to weave it or you know, whatever. So I like they split it. I'm excited for the adult version. I want to see who they're casting. That's gonna be pretty cool hopefully it's you know nobody people again mm-hmm. that's kind of more fun that way but yeah that's what i'd rather too yeah what else uh does anything jump out at you from this year that you've seen any other great movies that you're that you've watched recently i think the last thing that we all went to together was logan okay yep logan and, uh, i like that one that one was pretty cool i, I like pretty much every movie i go to <laughs> except for one which seth drugged me to <laughs> It was the worst. Scary Movie 5. That was the best. It sucked. Oh, my God. You laughed the entire time. No, worst movie. Oh, there was another movie I hated. What the hell was that one? It's two scary movies within the last couple of years that I've Shawshank watched. Redemption. No, that's not a scary movie. Close, <laughs> though. Mm, kind of. Um, um, what was the one? Like, The Witch? Something like that? Oh, yeah. Oh, the Witch yeah. I hated that one. And It Comes at Night. Me, too. Thank you, guys, <laughs> in the background, listening in. Um, but you didn't that like one, it comes at night? No, I didn't. I mean, I kind of, I get it. The whole, the unknown is what's supposed to be scary. And that's just stupid to me. Like, tell me what the fuck's going on. <laughs> I don't, didn't I don't you like it, it Cody? Uh, I liked it not as a horror movie. Mm. Um, I, thought it was, I thought it was dumb that they called it a horror movie. That, that yeah. was my problem with it. Right. I thought it was cool, but it wasn't scary at all, to me, at least. Yeah. I don't know. Again, like the witch. Like, every time something good's about to happen, they just fucking cut the scene and... Mm-hmm. That goat was creepy as shit, though. Oh, yeah. I guess. What's he <laughs> like? I actually started talking. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. What is it? Uh, he's, he's like, would you like to live deliciously? And it was really creepy. That is kind of Yeah. I don't I know how one lives deliciously. Do you know, Seth? Wait, a goat talks in that movie? <laughs> he doesn't open his mouth and talk, but he telepathizes. In what movie? The Witch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was It Comes at Night. No. Okay. No goats in that. I don't think so, at least. There's a dog. That talks? Uh, he barks. So. <laughs> Dog yeah, talk. I guess to him. Dog talk live. Um, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, Mike, I know you're a big fan of um, what I call the usual TV shows, mm-hmm. which are like um, Parks and Rec, The Office, uh, How I Met Your Mother, Golden Girls, of course, Friends. Um, I haven't seen Parks and Rec, but the rest of those, yeah. Yeah, and... you got to watch Parks and Rec, man. Yeah. That's good. So, I think I know, but what like what's your favorite of all those? Of all those, it's so hard. Like, when it was on TV, I watched How I Met Your Mother. Mm-hmm. And I still watch it. It's one of my go-tos just to turn something on. But uh, it's hard because I love Friends, too. And I love The Office. And they're kind of all three interchangeable for me. Just good comedies that I just turn on just to watch something. But mm-hmm. other than that, I mean, I loved Breaking Bad. I'll be honest. That was a really good one. Um, Supernatural. I watched Supernatural. That one's kind of crazy. Still? Yeah, I know. Still. Yeah, it's... Still going. Um, I just finished Ozark. Ozark, yeah. Yep. Oh, I was talking about that last night. That was that was pretty good. Um, 
Shameless. We're still trying to finish that. We're watching it on Netflix, my fiance and I, and we're we've got like five episodes left of what's on Netflix. I think it's on TV still yeah. too. So everybody likes that show. I've never seen a lick of it. I love it. You guys like it? Yeah. Well, so yeah. what's so good? Pitch it to me. Like what? What's good about that show? Oh man, it's just <laughs> fucked up. Essentially, and they honestly are shameless. Like it's a family growing up in Chicago. The oldest girl kind of raises all of the other kids in the family because the mom is gone for most of it. Uh, the dad is just a like horrible alcoholic and just does all this messed up stuff. And so all of it kind of falls on Fiona, the oldest girl, and she takes care of the family and kind of raises them. And there's just a lot of crazy stuff that goes on in between. Um, like first episode, you find out one of the kids is gay. Uh, the youngest boy is black. And that is fucked up. Still. <laughs> okay, not whatever. No, I know. I'm just. Uh, whatever. Um, Wait, you find that out in the first episode? Oh, yeah, you find out a ton of stuff. It kind of introduces each don't, kid. And, don't you find it out when you see him? Yeah. They don't. You, as the watcher, find out. Yeah. The family doesn't, like, oh, snap, like, there's a black kid in our house. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> um, yeah, but. It's, oh, it's a good show. Um, one I want to see that Seth was talking about was This Is Us. So mm. as soon as we finish Shameless and we've been watching, oh, Mr. Mercedes now too. Oh, yeah. On TV. So we've been watching that one. I got Courtney into that and I really like it because I read all those books. I'm a big Stephen King fan. So, well, and when I say read, I listen to them on Audible. I don't actually read much, but I listen to a lot of books. So Books are for poor people. Yeah. Get Audible. Exactly. <laughs> actually, I think books are more expensive now. I don't even know. Probably. I haven't gotten a book in years. Um, I forgot where we were, so I just kind of went off on tangents. Yeah, no. Mister, I don't know about this Mr. Mercedes. I like. I knew it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. What's it all? Like, what channel is it on? It's the AT&T Network. I don't really know what that is, huh. but they're the ones that do it. So I've just been watching it on Hulu. Well, actually, no. I recorded it all. I have a DirecTV. I know. Gotcha. And so I just had it to record the series. I don't even know what channel it is, but... So, uh, Mr. Merce- I don't know about Mr. Mercedes. Is that that's a whole series of books? Uh, there's three. It's a trilogy. It's Mr. Mercedes, Finders Keepers, and uh, something cop related for the last one. I don't remember, but it came out a few, maybe a year ago, even maybe more. Um, but the first two, I was a big fan of the last one. It was still good, but that one actually got somewhat supernatural, mm-hmm. um, and the other two weren't at all. So that just kind of. Uh, kind of threw it off for me, but I still liked it. But essentially, Mr. Mercedes is the name they give to this serial killer who steals a Mercedes and mows down a huge line full of people waiting outside a job fair. And just, yeah. And then it's about the detective trying to catch him, mm. pretty much. So it's a good, good book, good show. I like the show so far. Sounds like a feel good type of thing. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You're going to love This Is Us. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the first. I don't want to ruin it for anyone, but the first, like, 20-so minutes of the book, um, it's just, like, introducing all these characters, giving a lot of background details, and then just get their fucking head smashed in pretty much by a car. So I was like, it's gruesome, okay? Why did I need to know that? Heartwarming. Yeah, but, I mean, that's kind of the point. And actually, they just, um, Stephen King and his son, I can't think of his name, just released a book that they wrote together. Stephen and Prince? Is that his name? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I don't even want to talk anymore. But, 
I'm not that terrible joke. <laughs> no, you're not. No, I'm not. <laughs> but, so, yep, I've got that to listen to next as soon as I finish up what I'm on now, which actually is uh, the Fear Saga for the third time. Oh, those time, are such good books. Wouldn't they make a banging TV series? Absolutely. It'd be yeah, so good. It would be very good. Um, even movies, I mean, if they split it up into enough movies, it would mm-hmm. be good, but I think TV series would be ideal. Yeah. The Fear Saga, if you don't know, is uh, it's three books. Yeah. Three books about what happens when, well, in the first book, someone with a telescope notices that there's a star in the sky that's moving at a way it shouldn't be, and then they investigate it and realize that it's it's a, a, a spacecraft. Thing. Yeah. Well, they don't see this. They don't see that part yet. It's like the uh, asteroids coming in with the agents oh, first. Yep, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, at any rate, aliens show up. Um, and they're really well hidden, and so it's about the people who find out that they're here, and them going against them, and eventually there's an invasion. It's a whole big thing, um, but it's really sweet. Yeah, bad description, but it's it's really good. <laughs> I've even told Courtney about it, and she's like, "That sounds stupid." I was like, "No, you would love it. Just give it a chance." I just yeah. can't describe stuff to save my life. <laughs> so it's cool because they're not like little green guys. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they like they they look like people, and so mm-hmm. they sneak into society and stuff. Right. And uh, that's the really interesting, the really interesting stuff. It's really not as sci-fi as it sounds. Right, and it's just that they're more technolo- technologically advanced kind of thing. So they built these bodies and like had their like real people's minds in them in a way kind of thing. Um, but yeah, it's it was good, very good actually. I'm on it for the third time. <laughs> when I run out of credits on Audible, I just pull out the old books <laughs> I have. So yeah. That's a good one. If you're not on Audible, get on Audible. Um, and those are a really good place to start. That's a good audiobook. Also, we said Audible like 12 times now, so I think they owe us like yeah. some royalties, I think. We're going to insert their jingle here. Does that count? <laughs> it's Audible. Wow. I should be oh, hired to do I was right off the cuff. Listening wow. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was something. If you're out there, Audible, give us a call. <laughs> also, please explain how you found this. Yeah. That would be really impressive. Um, which one of you guys is actively shitting themselves right now? <laughs> is it you? <laughs> Derek did say his ass smelled earlier. <laughs> Good God. I, I can't breathe. <laughs> Being the day of my wedding, we have a few other guests just kind of around listening at the moment. So, And after quite a few beers last night, some of them need to go to the bathroom. So. Pretty toxic. Oh, yep. Yuck. Oh. <laughs> I can hear that. Loudly in my ear. He's gonna be peeling paint off the walls in here. Oh god. Ugh. So, um, speaking of the wedding day, mm-hmm. I this is one that I thought would be funny, fun to ask. Are there any, um, are there any like TV or movie, like weddings, that you really liked or really hated? TV or movie weddings. Um... Ring bear. Well, I mean, again, I'm a big Friends fan, so just all of Ross's weddings, honestly. <laughs> great. My favorite. Um, I can't think of any. What were some? Well, there's the, all the ones in How I Met Your Mother. L- Lily Marshall. Well, yeah. Well, one of my friends did tell me I was going to get Ted Mosby today, and I hope <laughs> that doesn't happen. But Oh, no. We'll that's see. terrible. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, should shave a, a line in your hair like Marshall. Yeah. There you go. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah, that was, that was good stuff. They just had their legit little ceremony outdoors with their friends. and 
when you put on a show for everyone else. But, yep. Yeah, it's a way to do it. They did that on The Office too, right? They went off to Niagara Falls or whatever. Yeah. And then came back into the whole thing. That reminds me, will there be uh, Chris Brown's Forever played today? Not to my knowledge. Mm. I don't know. Maybe. We can dance down the aisle. Sure. It's going to be sweet. I'm sure I'm the Catholic Church is going to love that. <laughs> Actually, they won't let you play any music now. Well, I mean, it has to be played on an instrument. You can't have any recordings, so that kind of... So you could get an electric guitar in there? I, yeah. Someone could just rip off a bunch of If we pieces. wanted to, <laughs> we could. Yeah. That'd be amazing. <laughs> I would love that wedding. <laughs> rip off <laughs> Um, What about any... So in the same vein, like the... You know, there's the Rosses and Rachels and uh, the Jims and Pams. Mm-hmm. The like the couples in TV and movies. Are there any that like you guys really like watching? That are your favorites? Well, I mean, Courtney's is hands down going to be Ross and Rachel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she she's watched that show way more than I have even, and I've watched it a lot. Uh, but I don't know. I. I don't know how I feel, like, with How I Met Your Mother about Ted and uh, Robin at the end, because I was so excited to meet the damn mother, and then in 30 <laughs> seconds you see their Spoilers. whole life. Oh, yeah. Spoilers <laughs> for How I Met Your Mother. And freaking dead. Like, God damn It's it. like the South like, Park thing. And it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, I don't know. Because I, I really like the mother, you know? Um, Tracy. But anywho, yeah, Ted and Ted and Robin, Courtney hates them together. I don't know why, but she's always been a big fan of Ross and Rachel. And I even thought like Joey and Rachel would have been good, but you know the whole lobster thing. Mm. She likes to say that one. Um, is there anything specifically today that you're looking forward to? That's gonna be like your favorite part. The boning. <laughs> the after after party. Am I right? <laughs> no. Um, just get married you know i've been looking forward to it for a long time and it's taking a lot of planning and we've i don't know we've lived together for well over two years we've been engaged for over two years yeah i know um we bought a house together we have joint accounts we've bought cars together we we're just ready to be married start a family here within a couple of years as a plan and yeah Crazy. Courtney's ready to add 11 extra letters to her last name. Yep. Yep. That poor girl. She's got to deal with Vandenhall now instead of Gilson. So. Three capitals is too many for one. I agree. I, I can't help it. <laughs> uh, well, I know the part we're looking forward to the most is all the beer that you've already paid for. And yep. we're going to run through that. And uh, Seth is going to dance his ass off. Hoping to get some good footage and po- photos of that for the Twitter page. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be good stuff. It will be. I don't remember <laughs> if we have six kegs or eight, but either way, there's that and then a lot of other booze. So we'll we'll have fun. I'm sure it's gonna be sweet. Yep. And I get to wear a ring now, so that's gonna be cool. You're gonna look like such a stud with a ring. Yeah, it's gonna be like back off, bitches. Chicks are gonna yeah. love it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 They start hitting on me more. I'll let you guys know. Maybe that's the secret. Then you can just wear a fake one. And people, yeah. women like what they what they can't have. So. Yeah. What's that Adam Sandler movie? He wears a wedding wedding ring. Yeah. Pick up girls. Um, Billy Madison. Is it just go with it? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. So it's one where yeah. Jennifer Aniston can get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's. That's also Leprechaun. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Classic. She can get him Leprechaun. Yeah. 
That was one of my favorites growing up. I don't know why I liked all those movies. You like Leprechaun Back to the Hood? <laughs> you always you were always a horror movie fan. I was. I always hated hanging out with you because I hate <laughs> I used to hate horror movies and be so afraid of them. And every time I'd come over we'd be watching horror movies and have nightmares. Yeah. It was the worst. Sleepy Hollow was the first one I remember. Yeah, you remember that? That's a good one, yeah. It's probably in like second grade at your birthday party. <laughs> Watch Sleepy Hollow and then The Matrix. I don't remember what movie it was, but I remember Brett, a friend of ours, uh I remember what happened in the movie, but I don't know what it was. It's some horror movie with like Santa or some shit. Yeah, uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Is that what it was? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Essentially, picked this girl up and just like impaled her on a deer that was hung on a wall, and Brett like was crying and peeing a little bit. You gotta be. Yeah. And that was when we were. I mean, we were probably ten years old, so that's a reasonable response for yeah, a child. Yeah, I, I suppose so. But. <laughs> I don't know what the hell my parents were doing. Like, monitor that shit. I guess I knew we weren't going to go outside in the dark if we were <laughs> afraid to do so. <laughs> I remember watching The Ring in theaters, and then I had to get up early the next day because I had a paper route. And it was like 5 a.m. and dark, and I was afraid to walk up to people's houses and drop off papers. But it's all right. Worth it. She didn't come out of papers, though. The Ring Girl. Oh, she will well, next summer. It was just dark. <laughs> Actually, TV. We... Oh, oh my god, Cindy. Cindy. <laughs> yeah, you like scary movie TV three, but you didn't like scary movie five. Come oh, on, just, Mike. I just like some of those lines. <laughs> I contest that scary movie three was the best one. I don't even remember what happened in all of them. Was that the ring one? Yeah. yeah. How do you remember that? Like, we watched that movie probably one hundred times. Yeah. Okay. I think we rode our bikes for like an hour and a half. <laughs> To a store to buy it. Yeah. Oh my God, is Scary Movie Two the one with the parrot? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shit's everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> that one's got the guy with the strong hand too. Yeah. That's yeah. my favorite one. Major. <laughs> we get off on tangents usually. So do you guys? I don't know. It's just easy yeah. to do, I guess. Yeah. Writings for chumps. Yeah. <sighs> cool. What's he got for me? You know what we're gonna do? It's like we're gonna do the intro thing. Mm-hmm. And then cut everything, and then come back. All right, great job, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> great stuff. Great stuff. Yeah. Sorry, I'm I'm a pretty boring guy. I don't uh, think you're boring. I will say, with my job, I am the worst athletic trainer out there as far as sports and liking them. <laughs> like I skip your guys' sports section every week. Oh, good. So, good to know. Yeah. I I just. That's where we'll bury all our Mike V shit talk. Yeah. yeah. Put it in sports. <laughs> and we're back with sports. Mike V sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't you, you don't get really into the into the games? You're just yeah. sitting there waiting for someone to hurt themselves? Well, I mean, like the high school games, I I like it. It's fun. Um, it's better for me when I actually know the people. So even though it's at you and I, like I really enjoyed my football rotation because I got to know the guys and then I like to watch them play, but I mean, I'll sit down and watch a game with you guys, but I don't pull it up on my own. I don't care to follow it that closely. But save yeah. a lot of time that way. Yeah. Yeah. I just I like the medical side. It's a lot of fun. Do you have any like? I, now I know that you probably you can't say a whole lot, but do you have any like really nasty horror stories of stuff you've seen in your work? Um, not a lot yet. This is my first year since I graduated in May. Um. I did have a dislocated patella that spontaneously reduced upon palpation. So, 
Wait, what? That's a fancy way of saying it went back into place as I was feeling it. Um, as an athletic trainer, it's not within our scope of practice to reduce um, dislocations or put it back in place. Um, so if if you happen to do it, that is a fancy way to say it and cover your ass. So yeah, there, There's some body parts that go back easily and don't have to worry about near as much as Yuck. others. But some of them I wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole. So That's gross. Yeah. Um, other than that, I mean, I've had several fractures this year, but none of them were open. Uh, so I was just splint them up, send them to the ER and get casted. And um, When I was a student, I had a kid just get his finger smashed between two helmets and busted it all open down to the bone. So uh, we actually had a surgeon on the sideline, so we tested him out real quick, cleared him to play, so we stereo-stripped him, essentially just closed it up and uh, taped it up really well, and he finished the game. Woof. Yeah, I haven't. Luckily, I haven't had too much. I haven't had to spine board anyone yet, and I don't want to ever if I can help it, but I'm sure eventually that will happen. That's one of those jobs, I think, where a boring day would be a good one. Yep, absolutely. It's nice when I can just stand there and watch a game, but it doesn't happen as much. It's always some mm-hmm. little minor thing going on or someone bleeding. But yeah. Taping ankles, applying Band-Aids. It's good stuff. Yeah. Getting bitches. Getting bitches. Yeah. I was so we you guys uh, seen, seen the fanny pack, you know it's attractive. So. The, I was just gonna say it's the, just full of condoms. The pack is <laughs> it's full of magnum condoms for his monster dog. <laughs> oh, we were laughing at yeah. At your bachelor party uh, last month, uh, we we went out on a boat and you brought your. Uh, Brought your med pack. You never know what's gonna happen, man. You gotta be, you gotta be prepared. I didn't know if there'd be a, you know, first aid kit on there, and even then, I don't know what's in it. So, like, we went to that little beach, and people were cutting up their feet. You know, it happens. That's why you're a hero, Mike. Yeah, I guess. Be prepared. Not only Boy Scouts can do it. So, actually, I was a Boy Scout, so I kind of. And now you're a Man Scout. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at a good one right here. Hey. <laughs> I winked at Seth for those listening. So, all right. Seth, you got any more questions for Mike? Did I have any? Hmm? I would say you've been pretty quiet. Yeah. I just comment. I don't usually ask the questions. Seth just waits for his opportunity and then he snipes a joke in there. Yeah. 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 Well, you ready? I'm ready. Feeling good? Ready to rock and roll? Yep. Getting hyped up? Go. Good yeah. deal. Got to shower up here and get dressed. And We're doing a group shower before exactly. they, get, they get psyched. Yep. Team one, building. One last uh, butt fuck before <laughs> tied down, so... Be good. That should have been the name of your bachelor party. One last buff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, so we're gonna th- we're gonna have this recorded for posterity. Is there anything you want to say to future Mike or future Mike and Courtney? Run! It's gonna be on the internet forever. <laughs> and no, not really. Just I don't know. Really excited. I get to spend the rest of my life with my other half. So I'm your lucky guy. My, yeah, you're right. My better half in every meaning. Every sense of the word, she's better looking, better, <laughs> everything, I don't know. Yeah, she really is pretty great, so I'm a lucky guy. You want to practice your speech on here? No, well, I should because I suck your at talking, or whatever. even yeah. right now, but that's all right. I don't know what I'm going to say. It's going to be like, hey, thanks, bye, I don't know, that's about it. Wow, Mike, you're... 
I know, right? Bring tears to your eyes. So for the vows, did you guys do you write them? No, well you can. You can choose to. We didn't. We just uh, they have like different sets of like generic ones and you kinda pick your favorites and Okay. So we we went that route. Hopefully I can get through those without shedding too many tears today. We had to practice them yesterday and Courtney starts crying right away. I was like, God damn it, now I'm Yeah, she's definitely gonna cry. Yeah. (laughs) She's not a big crier, but today, yeah. Yeah. A lot See, of emotions. So. That's why I like you, Mike, because you're you're an emotional guy. You're a crier. Yeah. And Seth always gives me crap for being like that. <laughs> well, I'm not as bad as you. I oh, am. come on. You bawled at high school graduation. Right? Yeah. And, oh, New Year's. What was that New Year's one? Yeah, oh, that was a different, that was another thing. <laughs> that's so beautiful. <laughs> I don't know why we got to make fun of me. I was trying to compliment you. Yeah, okay, I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. I don't, I don't cry much, but it doesn't take a lot to do it, I suppose. It's gonna be fun. I made a bet with uh with Derek, another one of the groomsmen. Uh, I get ten to one odds that you that you cry, so could make me a lot of money. Yeah. Or lose me even more money if you don't. So yeah. do Just the right thing. Step on his foot, and make him cry. <laughs> no, I'm sure it'll happen. So at least some. Try and hold back a little bit. I'm a man after all. Yeah. Yeah. No. I'm a man. Yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> Well, good. Hey, we're we're excited for the wedding. We gotta get off here and, and get uh, get all tuxed up and yep. naked. And go go get her done. Get this guy married. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me on, guys. Again, yeah. sorry I'm a kind of a boring guest, but oh, I don't think so at all. A little look into our, my life, I guess. So. Yeah. It's yeah. good. It's good to. Uh, it, we're glad to finally get you on. Thanks for agreeing to do it on this uh, already very busy day yep. that you have. Oh, so. we got time for the SoCo show. Oh yeah. And we'll have you on again. We'll have you on again in the future. We'll talk more movies and. Uh, I'll and, be more uh, prepared and have some knowledge to drop. So. Yeah, there you go. There we go. Alrighty, well, that's going to be the interview and uh, the end of the episode. This has been episode 12. Uh, this is Cody Michael for Seth Ott and our guest Mike Vandenhol. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye.